and welcome to Blindsided, the Survivor Podcast. I'm your host, Pete, and I'm joined once again by my good friend and producer, Jim. Happy early birthday, Jim. Uh, We're recording two hours, two hours before your birthday. And on tonight's episode, we're going to be covering episode eight of Survivor Season 41, Betraydar which was a Xander line, which I oh, really liked. Oh, was that liked. the title they used? I actually yep, it was. that uh, portmanteau. Did you really? I, oh, yeah, I, th- I, thought, I thought it didn't work. Obviously, I, <laughs> the producers disagreed. Well, that's the name of the episode. Tiffany is the one who gets voted out at the end of this. And once again, Jeff throws another advantage in our face. and Yes, he does. <sighs> but it does not come to pass. Yes, the Wikipedia says we're at day 16. I thought day 14 was, you know, when Erica came back. But I, I guess they're not doing the traditional sense of an episode, like on a normal 39-day season, where the episode takes place over the course of three days. Maybe it yeah. is all taking place in the course of a day, where they are doing a challenge and then showing camp life of that afternoon and then going to tribal that night. They don't have a lot of campfire shots, night shots to help you visualize the passage of time. Exactly. Or like the, the time lapses of the sun rising, which they usually sprinkle in. So I guess it's it's probably for their sake because they have – it's probably easier for the edit team to splice things from previous days where it makes sense narrative-wise. Yeah, I mean we're still left with uh, 11 people after tonight or uh, you know, 10 people after tonight, I, I suppose, and – 10 days to go so doesn't yeah. this is a, i guess this is a good way it's like ah that explains how we have so many people left in you know they're not they're not using the three-day typical period they're voting people out basically every other day which yeah, they so kind of have to they have 10 people 10 days left and yep. wikipedia has this as being a three-person final which you know it could just be a placeholder typical. you don't know yeah, it's just a placeholder but i doubt they I doubt whoever has this somehow knows exactly what it's going to be unless it's Jeff Probst creating the Wikipedia page himself. Yeah, although people do get uh, – you wouldn't get a screener of the, like the last few episodes probably. People do get screeners though. Like I, I just realized um, – what's his face? Uh, Rob Sestertino must get screeners because he posts those – Michelle Fitzgerald. With- yeah, Michelle Fitzgerald did because she said tonight's episode was awesome. And I was like, it hasn't come out yet. How would you see it? She doesn't so, even have like a podcast, though. I wonder why she gets screeners. I don't know. She's a winner. She's you, like winners just get well, early she's, access. She's also a winner, and she's also one of like two people ever to never be voted out. Sure, sure. Like, but yeah, I just I I, I would like to know the whole the full breakdown of who gets it and why. Yeah, me too. So wait, let's do the the vote breakdown quick because I think that worked how we did it last episode, even though. Last episode was like so crazy. We wanted to know right away. I know, and we couldn't. This episode, it's still important to know who voted for whom because it was such a mess up. I can't remember the vote I was being out. just diffuse. Yeah, I was freaking out. It was a four-way split. It went 6-2-2-1 two, two, with Tiffany going home with six votes. Xander received two. Heather received two. And Nasir received one. And so, uh, you know, the boat lion share went to Tiffany. That would be Deshaun, Erica, Heather. Liana, Ricard, and Shan. Then you had uh, Xander was the lone person to vote for Nasir. Tiffany and Evie seemingly out 
on the vote voted for Heather. And then you had Danny and Nasir, which is pretty interesting. They voted for Xander. So there's a whole lot of confusion at this tribal uh, that, you know, we could definitely talk through and kind of rationalize why people ended up voting for who they did. Yeah, I say it was just like they were just left out of the dark period. Like this vote was going to happen this way either way. But Sydney's name or not Sydney, sorry, Heather's name got switched out for Xander's probably. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think the original plan was to split Xander and Tiffany and, uh, the whole, like, you know, I rightfully so if you're Nasir and Heather, you don't want your name to be the one being thrown out as a decoy just in case idols get played or anything. And so when all the confusion broke out at tribal, I think ultimately they just resorted back to let's go like, like ignore everything that just happened. We're going to just stick with it. What we were originally planned to do. And if that's the case, nobody actually uh, strayed from it. Maybe there was some issue because this wasn't really a good split vote if they wanted to put some more on Xander because it's a six to two. That's not really a split. That's a majority. So maybe somebody messed up, um, which, you know, you can thank Heather for that. Uh, she finally got her you know, moment in the sun. And I thought she was honestly going to get voted out for it, but she didn't, which I is thought, I, I, yeah, the th that's what was interesting was going into this. I really didn't know. And I was, was crossed my fingers and toes. It was not going to be Nasir because Nasir's become like one of my favorite characters ever. Just, I love, I love him on the Island and him compared to everyone else. The difference is so stark. He's almost like I'm an old so worried. player. I feel I get an old school vibe from him in the sense that he's a natural survivalist. He's loyal to his his uh, tribe and the people who he's played with. He's very gung ho about being out there. There's never really much malcontent with that, him. Yes, you know I, I think that's the thing. That's the thing, Pete. Is like you you watch him and he's always so excited to be there, and you really can't say that about everyone else. <laughs> No, I mean, a lot of people are getting so caught up in the game, which rightfully so. I mean, it's a fast-paced game, and it doesn't look like they have the best means to survive by, and he's the one who's providing it, so... Yeah, I, he almost reminds me of Wu in that way, where it, it, despite the circumstances or what the vote's like or whatever, he's just, he's thrilled to be around. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good, That I, I think that's a pretty fair, it's probably, I mean, there's probably a a better comparison in over like a season of 41's sure, like sure. season span, but I can't think of one. So I'm, I don't want to knock you, but Wu is definitely a pretty good comp in terms of disposition. We're kind of going all over the place, but I, th I liked that Nasir stepped down. So at the immunity challenge, Jeff gave them a, uh, a, a, a proposition about stepping out to win I don't know how much rice you think that was. Well, you oh, said by it, was, the way, it was three days worth. By the way, I went to Chipotle today yep. for lunch, and they ran out of rice. Both times? I mean, sorry, sorry to knock our uh, former sponsor, Chipotle, but I mean, how do you run out of rice? I think Chipotle is going real downhill. If you want to knock them, I'll knock them real quick. I was at one point 0 for 3 at Chipotle. I'm out on Chipotle. It's just so convenient. It's all over the place. I, you know, it's a good lunch. Me, I mean, anyway, sorry. I, you can tell I'm still upset about not getting rice. Yeah, but I can't uh, even formulate a sentence. So anyway, I, what I was going to say was, though, I 
I think you agree with me that stepping out of a challenge is never the right move. I hate it. I no, but this I get all the reasons for it. people to do it because they truthfully, the four that stepped out did so in an act of selflessness rather than necessary position. No, uh, but what I yes, but I I do wonder whether Nasir knew that like he was fine. Well, because I do real. think those other th- I, I Jim you, three you, out of the four people who stepped out had idols. Yeah. No, I know, but Nasir didn't want to play his idol, obviously. No, obviously None of them wanted to play their idol. No, but like it also it think of it. Um Xander knows, hey, I'm gonna get some good standing because I'm doing something, and he was ultimately the one who bartered it down even further from five people to four. And he was like, I'm gonna get good karma for this because I'm helping the tribe and I'm not going anywhere because I have an idol. Everybody knows it, so you know, if I get a vibe that they are gonna throw my name out hard, I'll just be safe for three more days. And then I'll yeah, they all had they all had the reasons. I'm no, just saying, I, I I think Nasir stepping down it, it said more to me than the other three for whatever reason. Yeah, Shan's an interesting one too, just because like she's really playing two sides of the coin here, where she wants to be a power player but also show her good heart. I think it's going to catch up to her very soon. Um, you know, she was the one who wanted to go after Nasir. So she was she was kind of shaking up her own. No, she didn't want to go after Nasir. Danny threw Nasir's name out. Oh, it was Danny? Wow. And, and then Deshaun and Deshaun agrees. He's like, that's a good idea. And then Shan comes over and she vehemently disagrees. And that's oh, where the whole Tiff gets Heather's. into with Deshaun. You're right. She threw out Heather's name because then she like lied to her face and she was like, This is just what I was told. And I was like, that's not true. No, yeah. You said uh, you think it's gonna come back to bite her. I actually think the biggest takeaway from this episode is that Shan's out. There's no way Shan makes it to the final three, and I think Shan's out in the next couple votes. Why um, do you think that? I, I think she's getting on everyone's nerves. And the more – like she was working this vote the hardest, and she's been working previous votes like really hard, obviously, behind the scenes or in front of them in her own tribe or merge last episode. And I – that pairing of her and Deshaun, I I really I just don't I I don't think they'll be able to work together. And I I really the first time that it makes sense for Deshaun, Danny, you know, guys from the, from that core four or Liana, when it makes sense for them to flip on an alliance Shane member, they're the going to do Shane first. Okay, so. You know, the preview actually shows Deshaun getting upset with Shan. So you're actually dead on there based on what they wanted to show us. Um, My big question that, you know, I'm thinking in that I want to propose to you is with having the big players, so to speak, of the season in Evie, Xander, and Shan all seemingly on the chopping block or, you know, working their way towards it. Is there anybody who has emerged as a potential winner left in that pool? Or is it like, oh man, now it's completely wide open. If those three people are like, you know, the next three out of five people to go, let's say, based on idols and some, you know, like I feel like. Who's the next one up after those three? Yeah, it's either who's the next one up or who's going to like come out of like rise out of the ashes when those go down. Is Ricard gonna, you know, make himself like have himself a winning, um, a win condition? Is it gonna be Deshaun, 
or is it going to be even more of a dark horse? Is somebody like Erica going to actually pull out this game somehow um, just by, you know, really sliding by? So I'm that's and I honestly don't really have an answer because the three people that I think are on the, the you know, the hottest seat right now are the ones who have the best, uh, you know, jury speech to win the game. And with them gone, it's kind of like, all right, differentiate for me Danny and Deshaun's game, please. Differentiate Heather and Erica's. And then, you know, you look at Ricard and Leanna, and they both have some kind of flaws. So it's like, who is going to win this game if it if none of those three are sitting there? Yeah. And what's funny is I think I would have I would have thrown Tiff's name out there. She was kind of growing on me, and she was getting a lot of the edit. Yep, um, and but I'd remember love to see a breakdown it. of of who had the most confessionals. I I really think she'd be one or two. Yeah, Evie's definitely. I think it's Evie and Shan right Evie, now. Evie, Shan, but, and Tim, maybe three. Yeah, but yeah. I remember I called it. I said it's Xander, Evie, and if those two have immunity or like there's you know some people are wary of them, they're just gonna go for Tiffany, which is the easy vulnerable vote. And they, yeah, you did, oh. you did, you did call it, yeah. Uh, I was hoping it wouldn't be this, you know, black and white and kind of bland. Uh, I was hoping there would be some more drama. Like when Heather spoke up, uh, I was like, oh, here we go. Like the Yase three are about to buy themselves three more days. But the big difference in what I was thinking was I thought they were going to be three strong. And then they came out this episode and were like, nope, we are all each for ourselves. Each one of us has, you know, proven to have lied and made ourselves untrustworthy and uh yeah i think they, they i don't know why you would it, do what, what, yeah i i didn't see enough of a reason why evie and tiff split i don't know but it did yeah, seem like yeah. they were on different pages yep they definitely were i understand why xander and evie didn't although who knows like the way they played us last episode part of me thinks that them think like them splitting up supposedly was a play is a play but then yeah. you know tiffany gets voted out and now it's like all right evie and, and xander like now is a reason why you would split you know one of you flips and gets the other out and maybe buys yourself a little bit more time but you know we're now down at that interesting number of 10 where i don't know who other than erica and heather could flip to make it a five five but this is one of those big votes where, you know, you could see a, a split, like a split vote gone wrong or something like that. Yeah, that's the thing. The 10, it, it feels bloated right now because you have, really, because you have Eric and Heather who haven't played a game, really. No, know? and they got themselves back on the right side of this vote somehow, even though, you know, it was Heather who, you know, attempted to blow it up. But her first, the first person she went to was Erica. So it's almost like you're my accomplice in this kind of putting a secondary target right on her. So you look at the two of them and you're kind of just like, okay, where do you two stand? What do you two bring other than just two solid votes, which honestly might carry them another, uh, well, it's not even three more days. I keep saying that another two to four more days until Xander and Evie are gone. And then it's cannibalism. I, yeah, I do not know what's going to happen. And I, I have to hope, for their sake and for the show that Erica and Heather take control of, you know, their own future in the game. At least they at least try to 
um, affect the vote in some way that isn't as last ditch of an effort as Heather getting up after Jeff says. Oh, God, that was so Let's bad. Go I was like, I was grinning ear to ear. I thought, this, we really made it through without having whispering at tribal. I no, thought it was just going to be a staple from nope, here on it out. Was, it was uh, 850 when that happened. And I was like, yeah, oh, no. that, that's the thing. I knew there was more time and I thought there'd be like some weird idol shenanigans after the vote. Just some, some things that it's just like expected at this point, but still makes me like cringe. As soon as I saw Jeff have that little like parchment in his hand, I was like, here, this man goes again, trying to absolutely ruin this season. And then he he's just like asking for it. It's so bad right now. Like I am not happy with Jeff Probst. And I say it like every week at this point, but he keeps making it worse. The way he said, all right, it's time to vote. Like, you know, he wanted them to stand up because yeah. he's so simple and cliche at this point where his two modes of entertainment that he thinks we enjoy is more advantages in more tribal drama. And it's like, no, please no. Just give us some semblance of old normal survivor without all this extra thrown in drama. It's, it's getting boring. So cliche, I think is the right word to use. It is getting cliche, not to hate on Jeff too much. I'll say it was, it was funny watching him like gleefully run over to the bench to check if it had been found. Yeah. Like that, it was like the highlight of his day. It was like, yes, my other idol, like my other advantage, which was going to be knowledge is power again. Cause I need to just like, or it was probably gonna be like knowledge is power times two, where you get to ask like two different people. I mean, we'll see it. We'll see it. Which sucks. Sucks. What do you think about putting an advantage at the sit out bench? I think something about that just feels the next time it happens, it happens at season 42, which by the way, will be, premiering on march 9th thank you brian for tipping us off to that yes if that ever happens again you bet your bottom dollar people are going to be begging to sit out a challenge they're going to be like give me the sandra bench all day i'm going to be you know breaking that wood well, apart to find exactly this. yeah that's one aspect of it and it almost seemed like xander knew that although xander's explanation xander's explanation like when he got back about how I feel more comfortable with the losers and that's that I have more to work with. That makes a lot of sense to me. So it does, but he did look around for it, which I don't He understand. did look around immediately when he got there and he couldn't find it, even though he, it looked like he looked right at it. And it was in plain sight. Like we could see it from the, whatever front view camera. So it's like, yeah. well, where were you looking that you couldn't find this bud? But Hey, he still has an extra vote. So he still yeah. If that was going to be his third advantage, it would have been too much. It would have been too much, and then it's almost like now you can't fail because you have an idol, a double vote, and something else, which probably would have been like a steal a vote or um, an idol nullifier. But it's it's he has the ability to make plays, and I think he I think it's now he has to do it. Um, I I've just you know got to give him props because like you just said. He, he is always thinking of the next play. He's not content with doing his one play and then fitting in. He's still really trying his best to get in there. Like Evie and Tiffany just did, I'll work with you, and they apologized. He was like, I'll apologize, but that's just lip service. What I'm really trying to do is detect 
cracks and other things like that. Like he was really trying to analyze the players because he has power. So he can basically buy himself time. So it's more of a long-term project for him rather than just like, man, I need to get in on this vote right now or I'm out. I think even though for whatever reason, I just don't like how he talks. I know. Uh, I think it really bothers you. It's, he reminds you of yourself. Possibly. Yeah. You're projecting. That's what I fear. But I do think that he's he really is one of the best types of players um, to watch because you can tell that he's thinking and the edit doesn't show you like what he's thinking. And so it's just up to you to like, you know, pick up on the clues. I think Deshaun's like that too a little bit. I just think he's a pleasant surprise because I've realized who he reminds me of. And he reminds me of um, Vince or Vance from season 30. Uh, he was on the no collar team and they just have similar wardrobe and like hairstyle and everything. <laughs> that guy was a nutcase and a terrible player. And Xander is a much better player. So uh, every that's I think that's why subconsciously I'm always surprised when he does the next best thing because I'm not even considering him his own player. I'm just considering him like a variation of this guy I've seen before. So I need to like get over that hump and realize that this guy is much more of a think first player than just a social or physical player. You know, like I thought he was going to use his age in like kind of his like, I'm cool with everything to get along with people and have a good social game. But he's really just showing that he is uh, more of an outwit type. And I'm so impressed by it. It's so cool. I think the last thing I, I want to say before we sign off is that I want CBS to, you know, the Greek gods up at Mount Olympus there need to stop interfering in the mortals' lives and dropping advantages all over the place. They need to be content with the fact that there's three idols in plus an advantage. And... They need to. Um, I feel like a broken record. They need to let the, I know. I was gonna say, the players we... breathe. Because, in my opinion, the best part, one of the best parts of this episode was when they got back to camp and Shan got upset with um, Ricard, Ricard for, for eating the papaya. And it was this great moment where I'm not gonna act like, you know, Survivor is like a tapestry of human emotions. You know, it's a reality TV show, but these players are so robotic a lot of the time it's great to see them break down and kind of lose their cool yeah. over little things. And we're, we're able to read into that what we want. I mean, you know, that that's there are there. And I guarantee there are so many of those little moments happening. We only get the, we only get one, maybe one episode, maybe one every other episode. Yeah. Because they're so focused on the big moments that it's like, we would, we just watched another, episode granted we did get two challenges which were great shout out to evie for completing you know winning both of them basically yeah. um in a like a record pace yeah, on big that shout puzzle. out honestly sweet, glad you mentioned that sweet. we they, they just wanted to spend so much time at tribal because that's where they think the drama's at but i think what keeps people entertained is you're right is seeing you know it's it, once again i'm gonna harp it like it's an old school moment when you see people really breaking down over a small food decision we want organic uh fishers and you know controversy we don't we're sick of it but we are we're literally a broken record at this point yes and i almost think i'm gonna we, hallelujah from amazon oh yes uh man it was one of those 
It was one of those uh, names that was just like the others. They had like a genie and a yes, oh, what and was a Dina it? And a oh, I can't think of it right now. Wow, you you really took it's me off Diane. my point. I think we are basically becoming the same thing as the show because they are being so cookie cutter with each episode it's almost forcing us to be cookie cutter in our response because all i feel like i've done for the past three weeks is just complain about jeff Prof's interference and i'm sick of it so i'm gonna meta myself and be like i'll be better next episode even if the episode is not better back to me that's my that's gonna be my um my promise to the audience okay and to you jim and my promise is to get better with names it, it was joanna Joanna Ward. Joanna, Jeannie, Dina. Yes. I remember that was just like the most Shauna. The hardest tribe to remember their names. Like by, like two through two or three episodes. Janet. I think that's our good last remarks. Hallelujah. Oh glory. Yeah. Maybe maybe Shan will preach. Maybe she'll do a last second like a last ditch preach at Tribal to try and save herself, and we'll get one of those. <laughs> Shane brought up her her congregation and then threw them under the bus. Was like, "Yo, stop coming to me with all this BS. It's my way or the highway." Yeah, I wonder if parking they lot parking lots filled on Sunday as it is. No need for more to come. Damn, <laughs> that's rough. I imagine. I wonder how she's like. Imagine if she has like a watch party every Wednesday, like with them, and she like sees that part. Yeah, actually, dude. National TV, and she's just looking around like, "Oh, what I do?" Shane needs to chill. The tribe has spoken it's time for us to go. So for the guys here at Blindsided, we'll see you next time on Survivor. Survivor.